One, two, three, four. Movie Freaks and another edition of our commentary track podcasts. Yeah, I guess we can call it that, sure. And this week we are doing the movie Phantoms, starring Lawrence of Arabia, Pissed Off Batman, Less Harry Sabretooth, and Rose McGowan. And uh, we want to get this movie rolling right away, and because we'll have plenty of time to bullshit along the way. So, um, Yes, we started the film, and we are at the second Dimension Films logo. It is a white Dimension Films text. It's the same text as the credits, and we are paused on that right now. And we are going to start the film, and then I will introduce the cast of this episode, and so on and so forth. Eugene, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Dimension Films, white text, logo. We are going to hit play in three, two, one, go. And I'm rolling. We are off and running. Okay, I'm, uh, of course, Eric Marner, and as always, my faithful co-host Eugene Weaver is joining us. Hey! And we were supposed to have uh, Stephen Miller, the famed director of such films as Fury Road and Babe Pig in the City, but unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> he's having some technical issues, and um, we're hoping that he can get them figured out, and then he can uh, join us. Um. Maybe as we're going along. I, I heard a little blurp blurp there. Like, maybe maybe he's he's getting something. I hear something. Steven, are you there? I can hear you. Are you recording yourself? <laughs> oh. I no. love this logo here, Eugene. Phantoms, Dean Koontz. Wow. It's not Dean, it's not Dean Koontz Phantoms. It's Phantoms Dean Koontz. Yes. <laughs> Now, I will just start by saying I actually quite like this movie. I haven't seen it in a little while, but I do like this movie. Um, we may have a Steven here. Maybe. Maybe. Steven, are you there? Just back from directing Happy Feet Part 3? or <laughs> And he's gone again. <laughs> yep. He's like, no, I'm not done yet. I'm post. Post-production. There. <laughs> I will say I started to... Uh, I, I watched this movie in the theater. It bombed. Bombed. Um, and of course, as usual, I was like the only one in my group that enjoyed the movie because I was watching it with... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that no, the non-group. That, this the, is one of the things I was going to ask. Was it released in theaters? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if it was. It did very, very, very poorly. Which... I Now, I, I will say that I love Dean Koontz's book... Uh, Phantoms. This was one of my favorite books when I was in high school, and uh, it was fantastic. They basically took the book and truncated it down to uh, cliff notes. Having said that, though, it's still uh, it's still I think relatively well made. It has a couple good scares, as we will see, um, and a Liv Schreiber really hamming it up as a creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to point out. Guy. He just, I want to point out real quick here, real quick. Um, Mountain 
road pass curvy winding trail for a creepy movie that look that's familiar to oh shining yeah yeah we'll come back to that a little later mm, okay <laughs> i i had some interesting observations this time around about this movie and this is back in the ni- 90s right or i prepared you see um uh, 98, I, no. Uh, yeah, 98. And, and Rose McGowan was off of Scream, so she you know, she was getting some bigger roles, although this is not a huge role, I guess. But uh, I am... What year was Scream? 96. 96? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this does have that 90s... It Just the feel of it, it definitely feels like a 90s movie. Um, no doubt. I think that the the first act of the movie probably works the best out of everything. It, very similar to the book. Did you rewatch us before this taping? I didn't. I, I did not. I no, was, I've seen okay. this movie many, many, many times. I, seriously, like I have had barely any time for <laughs> for oh, anything. It, oh no, it's fine. I was going to, and then I had a, well, I was like, how can I get out of it? Because I know the movie well enough to chat it, but. Um, and I was like, there's no subtitles on my disc. Oh, no, I'm going to have to at least click through it a little bit. And then I found there were. They just weren't listed on the back as a special feature. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I And from my memory, though, I would say it's the third act that I like the best. Oh, with the alien it, and stuff? Is Wow, well, whatever it is. Whatever it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, and spoilers, people, if you haven't seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, I love I how the... I, I remember how this book ends so vividly because it was so creepy to me and how they explained what was really going with how Dean Koontz explained what was really going on uh, and what this, this was. I loved that. And they, uh, this is a movie and it's a probably fairly low budget movie at that. So I, I get it. I understand why, you know, you, you can't have this huge sprawling thing. But I remember when I read the book, I thought to myself, that would make a great movie. And, yeah, it's, it's good. I seriously thought this was a... Uh, it might be a, a, a like a made-for-TV movie or an HBO movie or a Showtime or something. You know, this, uh, this was released in cinemas. I saw it for the week that it was on or whatever. <laughs> wow. Yay. <laughs> um, let's see here. So... Did we lose Steve for good? Uh, yeah, he's still working on mic issues, and I'm, I'm, we'll try and get him in sometime. Hopefully, we can get him in this episode. Okay. If not, we'll have him on then on, on a regular episode or something. Okay. We'll, we'll find. We'll get him in somewhere. Yeah. But you know, shit happens. This yeah. is what. How many years is it? How many years has it taken us to hammer out this shit? Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that I can see you on Skype right now. That's a miracle in itself. Yes, it is. Uh, I will point out that Phantoms received a 13% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, <laughs> Robert, Robert, Roger, Robert, uh, here we go. Roger Ebert gave it one out of four stars saying, if only we could learn to think more kindly of those who digest, dis, digest us, this movie could have ended happily. All right, that's random. And the film grossed $5.6 million at the box office, which I'm sure five of those dollars came from moi. I wonder what it cost to make. As you see, we've—I mean, I had a whole page of stuff written here. Did I bother to look up how much it made? Or it's written? no. <laughs> Joe Capella was the director. He actually made uh, *Halloween: Curse of Michael Myers*, which was 
the one that was uh, just completely tampered with, uh, rightly so, I might add, um, because the producer's cut or whatever is, I think, lousy. And the theatrical version, the older it gets, the more I can kind of appreciate it for that, once again, that 90s feel. But the producer's cut version is laughably inept and silly and ridiculous, whereas the theatrical at least tries to be somewhat of a slasher-type movie, but neither of them are very good. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Uh, I'm still trying to find the production budget of Phantoms here. Not available. Hmm. Boy, th- boy this was... Uh, so, now, with this setup here, don't you think this was reminiscent of... Um, oh, shit, what was the name of that book? Michael, that Michael Crichton book. The people go into a town, everybody's dead. I know that it was cooler in the Michael Crichton book because everybody was dead by suicide. It was the, the they made a movie of it in the seventies. Andromeda Strain. 60s. Yeah, Andromeda Strain. That's oh, Andromeda. Yeah, Andromeda. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's Michael Crichton. You're going to mispronounce everything, everything. Yeah. in his books. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it it was similar to that. It's a, it's a good premise though. Um, this obviously is a. Uh, Weinstein production back when Weinsteins were a big thing, I guess. <laughs> hey, they did a lot of good work in the nineties. Come yeah. on. No, they, 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 they did. They, they gave, they gave us Quentin the burning. And... <laughs> yeah. They gave us the burning. They, they, that was their first big thing. And it wasn't really a big thing, but they gave us the burning. So cheers. Hey, they gave Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Kevin Smith. I'm, I'm pretty happy with their nineties yeah. output and the piano. It is weird that, that the Weinsteins have kind of fallen off the map. Like, they still have a production company. In fact, there's a, a new Jeremy Renner movie that I think looks really good. Is it, oh, what's it called, Windchill? Oh, yeah, I saw that trailer. Yeah, that looks yeah. that looks like a really good movie. That's getting good buzz, too. The trailer, I mean, it looks like a good movie, but the trailer was crap, I thought. Like, they showed the whole frickin' movie. Oh, welcome to trailer-cutting... In uh, the 2000s. 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yep. Again, I, 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 I that be, this beginning here where just they're in the town by themselves, there's dead bodies, what's going on, a couple creepy jump scares. I really liked the beginning. But then when the, uh, the cops show up here soon, that's where things get B-movie-ish. Hammy. B-movie-ish. They get hammy. Yeah, especially with uh, Batman. <laughs> uh, he does his best. Come yeah, on. he does. He does. I'll, hey, he's he's like very realistic and reeled in compared to Liev Schreiber, who's just off the chart, creepy, weird, pedo-ish. He just every time I watch this movie, I'm like, ah, oh, you are like the creepy guy in the white van that drives by playgrounds. Ugh, you look gross and creepy and weird, and real sweaty. You always just yeah. kind of feel like you're sweaty and musky. And he's got the big glasses on, and I'm pretty sure that he's always chomping on gum. We'll we'll find out here. Let's stay tuned. Oh, I, yeah, I think you're right. Gum chomping to follow, yeah. Man, this messenger app is such bullshit. Where are the damn settings so I can turn on my notifications? Ah, whatever. So, uh, how have you been as, this, as they run around town? How oh, yeah. Uh, good. You? I I mean, good. I've been busy as all hell, but <sighs> hanging in there, trying yeah. to get get shit done. Uh, actually, saw my I saw my fourth movie in the theater this year. Woo! Crazy. Probably gonna go see my fifth tomorrow. 
Oh, um, with a, dollar a theater? review for Thursday, Dollar Theater. Okay, let me think of what's playing. Oh, Vol- you're going to see Valerian, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yep. <laughs> I was going to text you, hey, guess what's on at the Dollar Theater? Oh, that that should be a Thursday, Thursday write-up. Excellent. Did you like my write-up uh, today? Yeah, I commented on it. Yep, I, I just saw that, yep. Um... But yeah, that uh, that movie was uh, that movie was fantastic. I thought that Storm Morning movie. Yeah, I, I don't remember us talking about it. Uh, Stephen t- has messaged me and says, "Well, that was nothing short of a disaster." Uh, before it went black, I heard you talk about Phantom's release. It got released the same day as Spice World. On one twenty three ninety eight. Ooh, horror movie, January twenty third. Yikes. Phantom's domestic total was five point six mil. Spice World was twenty nine point three. And he says, "So there you go, my one tidbit from beyond the grave." <laughs> yep. Well, don't worry, Stephen. We will have you on as soon as we get it worked out. This is yeah. the way it is with podcasting. Did you listen to that last classic episode? Sounds like crap. And we sucked on it, and it was okay, because that was just a test pod back years and years ago to see if we could actually do this. So, uh, there were some parts of that where I was just embarrassed. Like, this is embarrassing. I was ranting. I was like, I don't even know what I'm ta- what past Eric is talking about. Whatever. You know, I do like, though, though like, it was good to hear that again. And, and, and like, my the podcast that I listen to the most right now, like, I'm I'm so caught up on their recent stuff that I'm going back to some of their really old stuff. And, like, even them. And they're a pretty popular podcast. Even back in the day, like, I could tell their mics weren't near as good. But it was still fun to, you know, once you get to know the people on a podcast, it's fun to... Even if it's older, dated stuff or the audio isn't as good, it's still fun to listen to once you're really invested in the the people that you're listening to. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, and who knows? Anyway. Maybe, is Steve going to keep on trying this evening or is he I call, don't know. It, it sounds like he might be calling it a day. I don't know what's going on. We'll see. Maybe he'll pop up again. At any rate, let's... Phantoms. Uh, or what, what were we talking about? Just what's going on in the world? Yeah, I mean, I've been... Ah, working like a dog, but hey, next... Oh, here comes our burly cops. Wonderful. Yep, there we go. And that big-ass hat. Um, so, yeah. The Mummy was awesome. Yes. Uh, don't listen to people. That that was awesome. It has some obvious faults, but it was sweet. I really enjoyed it. I've, I've still been thinking about it since I saw it, and I was, I'm still like, nope, I quite enjoyed that movie. And yeah, Valerian. So hopefully I feel as op... op Opposite of this era on Valerian as everyone else has did on the Mummy, that'd be great. I can't imagine that's not going to be enjoyable, even from a at least from a special effects, you know, point of view. It looks I I like Luke Besson. I like most of his movies, so I can't imagine it's going to be a dud. Yeah, I, boy, the, some of the reviews I've read have been scathing. Oh, uh, yeah. It just feels like summer has come and gone so quick, and I've missed so many movies. Dunkirk is is right now tops of my list of movies that I want to see, but um, again, I just I simply can't carve out the time. And eventually, they will be available at home, and that's probably where I'll watch most of them. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. So, 
Anyway. What is it? It's August, and I've seen four movies. I'm probably <laughs> and right I host hosting. a show called Movie Freaks. I, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've watched uh, Wonder Woman. Um, I know I've watched that. Oh, and Alien Covenant, Guardians 2. And I Guardians Two is going to happen in the next couple weeks, but that just came to the Dollar Theater, so I got time on that one. I'm going to let that. Oh, they're going to play that forever. And school starts next week, yeah. so it will be safe to return to the theater during the day. Finally. Yeah, boy. Right now, I is that actually the only movies that I've seen in the? Uh, I think there was a dollar movie that I watched that I was unimpressed with the crowd. Oh, the the uh, King Arthur thing. I'd say you've seen at least ten. Not in the theater. Not this summer. You might be surprised, because I thought this was going to be my second or third. No, I thought it was going to be my third. And then I actually pulled the tickets out of my wallet, because I keep my tickets in my wallet for the year. Just to see what I... Before oh. I put them into the the box, mix them up. Unless I did that once this year already. No, I don't think so. Anyway. So now we have the creepy alarm, the whole town. They are surprisingly unfazed by an entire town being wiped out. Yeah. Isn't the moth creature going to show up here pretty soon, I think? Isn't there a moth thing? Yeah. 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 It's perplexing and baffling. Yeah. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. But, you know, for what it's worth, you can tell the movie is shot on film. It's got a production, you know, behind it. It's, uh, It's not a cheap... Throw it on Netflix and hope a couple people watch it. It's a it's a movie. Made it in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty cheap. But then yeah. I, I mean, that's that's where I like the the third act because it uh, it it uh, there's some actual production value. But th- uh, sorry, I got distracted here. Um, this is one of the reasons that I like this movie because they do things like this where futzing with the street lights and all the street lights go out and that's a pretty genuinely creepy moment yeah there's and gum, gum doesn't chomping. take much yeah doesn't take much to to produce that effect you know mm-hmm. it's fairly simple to to create that kind of thing but i think it's cool so now are you streaming this is that how you're watching it or how are you watching it? no no i got my trusty dvd right here it's Excellent. not on it's not on netflix I'm watching my Blu-ray, and this is a triple feature from Mill Creek, I believe, that uh, also has uh, Darkness and Venom, which I really, really enjoy Venom. I've, I, that's actually a yearly watch for me. I, I quite enjoy that movie. What is Venom? Uh, Venom is the New Orleans-type movie, the uh, serial killer. It's a slasher movie. Mm. Cajun-type thing in the swamps and... It was, and it was in one of those late 90s, early 2000s post-Scream type movies, but it was good. It's like 80 minutes long, does its thing, gets out of there. I, 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 the, the longer it goes since the, that post-Scream uh, horror boom, I, the more I can appreciate some of those movies like Urban Legends. I enjoy that one. I Know What You Did Last Summer, and the sequel actually... Have you watched the sequel to that? I still know. I know what you did last time. Yeah, Yeah. I did. I think I saw it in the theater, probably with you. You know, I rewatched it recently, and it's bad, but it's actually, that's a great example of one that has aged pretty good, to where I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty fun movie. It's a, it's, it's a, 
late 90s version of an 80s slasher movie. It follows all of the same things. It's not too in-jokey like Scream was, and it's it, there's a lot of hate thrown at it when, you know, some of it rightly so because it's got the, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt doing her arms spread wide, going in a circle. What are you doing there? Whatever lame thing she says. You're, you're, <laughs> yes, I do you remember want? that. Or whatever. What I'm do like, you want? Yeah. And like, come on. But it's still, it, it, what's funny about, uh, I still know what you did last summer is, is the killer, and this is spoilery, but the killer, like, goes out of his way to, like, get this group of people to go to this resort in the Caribbean and pays for the resort and sets up this elaborate thing. I'm like, why? Why, why would you do that? Why would you go to that great of length to, do all that to knock them off one by one, but eh, it's a slasher movie. I love slasher yeah, movies, right? Who can so. who can understand anything they do in slasher movies? Exactly. So now I'm not a cowboy. I don't wear cowboy hats. So is that normal to have just regular old, perfectly coiffed hair when you take your cowboy hat off? I'm more, con- I'm more concerned about his little hoodie there. Like, what happens when he takes that <laughs> thing off? I imagine that his skull comes off and aliens pop out of it. Probably. With how he's acting. Oh, here he gets a little bit... This is where I'm like, yeah, you're you're the uh, weird uh, Quentin Tarantino from Dust to Dawn type. Something's, something's wrong with you. Oh, yeah, he gets a little handsy with the corpse. Yeah. And I fall to pieces... I wonder what's over here. <laughs> Man, he looks so... It's weird. He looks so young. And I'm, I mean, Ben Affleck, I mean, he's in great shape. But he looks so young here. This was this was prime time Affleck, wasn't it? I mean, this, when was Goodwill Hunting? That was 97? Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of stars in this that... Because they had made some pretty big movies, they were getting... You know, some more roles. And Ben Affleck hit it big with Goodwill Hunting. Wasn't there something before this? I know Reindeer Games was right around this time, too, wasn't it? I, I well, let's look. I think Reindeer Games was a little. Oh, boy. You're probably right. That probably was about 98. Another Dimension movie, by the way. You like Sorry, reindeer games, think, don't you? All I could think was another dimension, another dimension, mm-hmm. another dimension. Do I like reindeer games? Uh, it's a piece of shit. But I'm kind of fascinated by it. That's another one we could do a commentary track on. I think it's that I've, so I, weird. It's just a weird freaking movie. And I watched it in the theater, and I, I'm i pretty sure I watched the director's cut, because there was a director's cut. Wasn't that one another one of those that got cut up quite a bit or changed around? Yeah, and it's a Frankenheimer, John Frankenheimer movie. Yeah, that's right. It, the, and that was after he did Ronin, I'm pretty sure. Ronin's so good. Ronin's great, and then you have Reindeer Games. It's like, what in the hell? Uh, he was doing stuff, wow. We're talking about Ben Affleck here. School Ties? I didn't know he was in that movie. Dazed and Confused, I think, would be his first big hit. 
Really? Um, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the lead in it, but he was noticeable in it. Man, I don't and even movie, remember. The movie was big. I don't oh, he was re- the he was the bully. Ben Affleck the bully. was? Yeah. Wow. Mallrats was in 95. Chasing Amy, 97. Goodwill Hunting was 97. 97 was Ben Affleck's year right there. 98 was Phantoms and Armageddon and Shakespeare in Love. When did uh, Benefer start? Or, yeah. Um, Dogma was in 99. Boiler Room in 2000. Remember that movie? Mm, good movie. Reindeer Games was in 2000. I thought it was probably 99-2000. Pearl Harbor in 2001. Uh, He played the boyfriend in Jennifer Lopez's Jenny from the Block in 2002. Music video. Changing Lanes, Some of All Fears. Daredevil. Geely. Paycheck. Jersey Girl. Yeah, the early 2000s weren't kind to him. I like Paycheck, though. That's a pretty fun movie. Yeah, yeah. John Woo. I love how Ben Affleck has, you know, he kind of rebounded after a string of duds, and now A-list actor, A-list director. I mean, he's really made a name for himself, I think. Oh, yeah, The Town, Argo... Did you ever see that Runner Runner movie? That was the one where he was, him and Justin Timberlake were playing poker or something? No, but you saw that, didn't you? No. Gone Girl and now Batman. The Accountant. Did you ever see The Accountant that came out last year? I did not, I but that one there didn't do so hot. But he directed that? I thought it did okay. No, he was just in it. I'm just looking at things that he is in. Anyway. Hmm. Oh, he's just always kind of sweaty and. Mm-hmm. That was what was that pile of crap they found? It was all stuff that was in people's bodies, or it was their belongings. Yeah. What was it? Something like that. I mean, there's a little bit of like John Carpenter's The Thing in this, I think, kind of. There's kind of a lot of uh, influences of other better things in this. Yes. I've noticed. Dean Koontz, not a huge fan over here. I've read exactly one of his books, and I was like, it was a chore to get through. Which one? Do you remember? I don't even remember. I don't, I just, ugh. I, I couldn't, it was, just, ugh. Uh, I, I was into Stephen King about that time, and so it was sold to me as more horror, and it was not. It was this. I mean, which this is good. This was better than that book I read, whatever it was. I will say, he has had some good books. Phantoms was really good. Um, Watchers was good, and I loved Intensity, which Intensity uh, was, uh, to me, uh, a, the better chunk of that book was what uh, Alexandra Aja's uh, High Tension, Hot Tension uh, took from. Like, there's a lot of the feel of that book and certain things that happen in, in that book that we see in that movie. Yeah. A lot. So, there you go. So, red shirt number one just ran outside, and me, poof, he's gone. Close, why Why would you close the entire town down? Everybody's dead. Now, she's been in something, too, right? 
a lot of TV, a lot of cop, like, uh, what do you call them? Serials or whatever? Okay. The Law and Orders and S and CSI. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I always get uh, him, Liv Schreiber, is it Liv Schreiber, Schreider, whatever. I've heard people say Liev, I call him whatever you want. Yeah, it's funny how I I get him and Jerry O'Connell mixed up. I don't know why, but... (laughs) (laughs) I do not. Oh. <laughs> one one was in Sliders and is a funny guy and married to, what's her name, Rebecca? Romaine Stamos? No. Yes. What? Oh, yeah, he's been married to her for years. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if they still are, but they were married for years. And Liev Schreiber is actually a good actor, so there's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Oh, Jerry O'Connell and, was good in um, Piranha. And, hey, he was the... Uh, wasn't he the kid in, he was the kid, one of the kids in Stand By Me? Yeah. But that was so long ago, that doesn't yeah. count. I, I did enjoy him in that one stupid, like, kind of rom com thing I blind bought. Was, uh, I wouldn't call it rom com Sex comedy would be a better way to put it. Piranha? <laughs> no, that, that was fine too, but that, he wasn't the main star. So yeah, sorry people that um Tomcats. Oh, Tomcats. Oh, that was a good movie. Oh, he was in Mission to Mars. I forgot about that. Yes, he was. Good movie. And Scream 2. Now that's funny. So we got Rose McGowan was in Scream 1, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about Jerry O'Connell. He was in Scream 3. And Liev Schreiber was in or Scream 2, and Liev Schreiber was in Scream 3. When was the last time you watched any of the Scream movies? Uh, I think I watched the first Scream like two years ago for uh, our Halloween October thing because I got it on Blu-ray real cheap. Two and three, the, I I can never remember what the hell those movies are about except that part part two I can never remember. The only thing I remember about part two is that it's they the the one scene where they go, okay, here are the rules for a sequel. And I'm like, that was cool. And I don't remember anything else about it. Who the killer is, it's some... No it, idea. They, they do, like, the kung fu version of a slasher movie, which is, I was the second cousin of the person that you killed from the first movie. Yeah, and that's how it is in part three, too. I was the stepmom of the cousin that you killed in part... Huh? Wahoo? By the time they get around to actually telling me, I didn't care. I The only thing I remember about Scream 2 was um, ah, Will, Will Smith's wife. Um, no, Jada Pinkett Smith? Yes. She, there was a great beginning to Scream 2 where she's in a movie theater. Um, and she gets killed in a movie theater. And that it was a really good opening slasher zinger. And that is literally all I remember about Scream 2. 
And Scream okay, 3... Okay, we got the moth thing. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's talk about this. I want to talk about this. So they haven't seen anything yet. For all they know, it could have been a virus, except for the one weird kind of message and the phone call. Well, a lot yeah. of other things, I guess, but... There we go. That was that was smart. It's outside. It's not in the room, so let's give it away in by just blowing this window away. Which they do. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. They're going all predator on yeah. on the wall there. Shooting at nothing. Uh-huh. Scarf intact. Confusion intact. <sighs> and here comes the moth. I have I have a question here. Let's pay attention to this scene because I something I noticed when I was skimming through it today that I was made me very confused. Just push him out the window. Yeah. I hate guys like that. Okay, there we so go. It attaches to his face, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I That's a cool creature. I like that. Yeah. Shoot it. Shoot it now while it's on his face, please. Okay, it's eating his face. Oh, it dropped him there. Okay. I thought it left with him. Maybe it still does. I don't know. Now, that's a CGI effect, right? Surely. If it is, it's pretty darn good. That's That works, I, I think. I agree. Especially for 98. It's like yeah. a scorpion moth. Ugh. Okay, so he left the body there. I just, it, in an upcoming scene, they're examining the body. I'm like, I thought he flew out with it. What the hell? Is it the first guy that got taken on the street? Or why was it? I don't know. I just, I didn't. Guess I didn't pay close enough attention. Yeah. I was too busy watching these beautiful night mountain scenery silhouettes. Gorgeous. Oh, that's a match cut. That's a lovely little match cut there. <laughs> Gooey, slimy, good effect there. He comes back too, doesn't he? He's 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 not done. Yeah, but it's basically it then. Stephen King's it, right? Yeah. Like it got you, so now you can be something different. Speaking of which, that is probably my most anticipated movie right now. Um. It's still Blade Runner for me. And then next right. up was... What was that other one? That we just saw a trailer for that I was like, oh, that's that's right there. Mother? Yeah, that's right there with some culty witchy... The, the only reason I would bump it down a bit is because... One, I know it's only going to be half the story. And two... I, I, uh, I have seen it before. And we've read the story, so it's like... 
already know it, you know? So, I'm looking forward to it. It looks awesome. Yeah. I'm really curious how they're going to handle the child orgy scene. Not at all, I would imagine. I don't think they're going to, yeah. They'll probably spit on their hands and shake or cut their hands and be blood-packed or something like that, I imagine. But Stephen King writes some weird-ass shit. My favorite author. Best movie, or uh, best novel I've ever read is The Stand, followed closely by It, followed closely by Salem's Lot. Those are my three favorite novels of all time. Nice. I am curious how they got him to be in this movie. Yeah, that was a nice paycheck, I'm sure. Maybe not nice, but it was a paycheck. Such a good actor. Yeah. You still have not seen Lawrence of Arabia. I have not. One of these days, and we've talked about it before. That was probably on one of our really old episodes. I know that we've talked about that. I think that you, you had just watched it or whatever and said it looked the, the transfer was great. And That wasn't that long. It was maybe a year ago or so. But I was just talking about that movie today. Uh, topic was brought up on one of the websites I'm on. Uh, and the guys, what, how did he, how did he word that exactly? It was something classic that you've put off because of runtime or whatever that you just kind of have been avoiding. And so yeah. brought up Lawrence of Arabia because it is 220 some minutes. It's an epic. And a bunch of people immediately jumped on and were like, yep, put that off forever. And then I got to see the 70 millimeter print shown like, a month ago, and then somebody else was like, oh, I watched it, I did the same about five years ago, and, but I did it over two nights, and then I, I jumped on and said, yeah, uh, I blind bought that Blu-ray for a couple of bucks, and I thought I'd do it over two nights, and just kept right on watching, because it was so good. It's just an old, classic Hollywood kind of, just gorgeous epic. It, it's such a big frame, that 70 millimeter, it is crazy. And it was, you know, it was one of those, like, I, I would, like, in my mind, I put there with, like, Ben-Hur or something, you know, something like that, where it's yeah. a desert, long movie, um, what was that other one, uh, Moses, what was that Moses movie, a Charlton Ten, Heston? Ten Commandments? Yeah, there you go. Where it's, like, stupid-ass long, but you sit and watch the whole damn thing. Yep, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Ben-Hur is a great example of that, where it's, Yes, sure, it's of its time, but it's very well made, and it's like that that old school... Oh, the thing? <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the movie. Oh. They're and in that, body bags now. That big, epic feel that, yeah, it's long, but it moves good, and even though it's dated, it's still just a, it's a great story, well told. Yep. Put some Slayer in there, and it's it's a perfect epic movie, you know? Oh, as everybody knows, you have to... That's that's what lines up with Ten Commandments. Wow. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> no, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this body bag thing here reminds me of the thing. John Carpenter's. Yep. By the way, interesting tidbit about The Thing. Uh, so the definitive version was released not long ago, last year, by Scream Factory with the new transfer features. I have it. It is stunning. And uh, this is just where we're at right now with with these restorations because Arrow is now coming out with their own version of The Thing, which is like 
the definitive, definitive version of the thing. This one here was remastered in 2K or 4K, and it's Dean Cundy is going to have his seal of approval on, you know, he's the cinematographer, so it's going to be a different transfer, I guess. And I'm like, I don't know how you could get better than Scream Factories, but I've got it pre-ordered. I can't wait. How do they both have the rights to it? Uh, I would personally, I, I'm imagining that it's be, uh, not. I'm sure of it. It's because it's a uh, UK. I believe that that's a UK only. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so. They've already showed a couple uh, shots of the differences, and it, there is a difference. Like, like it seems like the hardcore cinephiles, like you, they like. Oh, that's the that's the definitive version right there. That's the one. Like, it's slightly different. The the color palette might be a little bit different, and it's just so weird to see like something that you think originally is the definitive version, and then. You see screenshots of, no, 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 this one's coming out, and you're like, oh, shit, that does look better. Somehow, it looks even better. What does this scene remind you of? Uh, the blob. Would be me. Yep, still the blob. (laughs) Uh, That's it for me. Oh, really? Okay. The bathroom scene with the balloon full of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whenever I see scenes like that, I think of, of uh, Chuck Ross, Russell's The Blob, where the... Yeah, uh, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, where, yeah, I love that scene. I think this was the first time that, uh, you know, Rose McGowan was... You know, she kind of got kind of famous after Scream, but she was blonde in Scream, and then I saw this, and I'm like, aw, she's not blonde anymore. <laughs> What's that? I she, just... I'm not sure if this was the this was the Marilyn Manson days because she I think got married to Marilyn Manson. I'm not sure if this was yeah. Yep, uh, Ben Affleck was in J Lo's music video, and she was in her husband's music video, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, she was. That's right. And then she shacked up with Robert Rodriguez, I think, and I don't know. I think for a minute there. Yeah, I still think she would have made a pretty good Red Sonia. I wish they would have made that movie. Yeah, that would have been good. When was the last time you saw that movie? Red Sonja? Yeah, I haven't seen that since the VHS days. Oh, I I own it on DVD. I bought it really? like about a year ago or so. I love that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I just, of course I, I, do. I saw it like once back in the VHS days and thought this isn't Conan. It's not Conan, but it's. I think it's better than Conan Two, the Destroyer. Just be, yeah, just because it's a little more interesting and magicy and stuff. Like I kind of like that. Yes, but it doesn't have Will Cham- Chamberlain, so therefore, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious if Steve is still trying to connect somehow. Well, he hasn't messaged me. So he's done. Probably. Another time. It's all right. Here comes the reinforcements, kind of. And here's some dialogue that I hated, by the way. 
Because he he talks like it was written in a script by somebody who doesn't know how normal people talk. If he's an ex-FBI agent, he wouldn't... Reconnaissance. Infrared photography. Yeah. He is not going to stop. It'd be like it's recon. They're just scanning the town. They're not going to stop. You'd, you know, you'd say something. Yeah. Like, you talk normal. You do remember the golden retriever dog. Isn't there a golden retriever somewhere in here? Yeah, and it's really freaking creepy. I didn't watch the third act this this time when I was skimming through it. I was just kind of reassociating myself with it. He, he steals every scene he's in, by the way. He is just so damn good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that's really, really creepy, that dog. That, that, and see, I think that's why I give this movie a, the pass that I do is because of the third act. Because once the ideas start really getting revealed of what they're doing and because of, of shit like that dog and, ugh, how creepy it is to, for them to suit up and go outside of that vehicle that they're supposed to be so safe in. Yeah, we'll get there. Getting ahead of, telling people yes. what the movie is well, to come. So how weird is it going to be to get into the next the next episode where where we're actually back in the roulette and back into oh shit what do I maybe have to sit through and all that good stuff? <laughs> uh, we'll get right back in the swing of things. Here I love the this is where I really got hooked on this movie was this this scene right here which brings me to another thing I wrote down here. That really is creepy, some of the disappearances that have never been explained. I mean, it's not, it's somehow less creepy when it's like 610 AD or whatever he's talking about. Yeah. Because it's so far ago that you can't even conjure. But then there's that. Yeah. He kind of looks like Carl Weathers, by the way. Kind he of. does. It's Carl Weathers' younger brother. Yeah. Action Jackson. <laughs> uh, so anyway, th- yes. Movies that try to explain the disappearance of Roanoke. The colony on Roanoke Island. Yeah. I, I just, that's one thing that I always associate with this movie. Because it's something that what I, I've been to North Carolina countless times. So, and I've been there. I believe, or at least I've been right near there. So it's just really a weird thing to that story and to think about and whatever. And then I thought of, well, I know there's other movies that have talked about that, or I don't want to say it's a trope, but it's one of those things where 
in history where uh, uh, horror movies try and latch on and, oh, this is the explanation for that. This is here. This horrifying thing in our fictional movie is what happened back then. And so I went hunting around. I could only find a couple, but the one that I thought of the most is Storm of the Century. Remember in that movie? Storm, is that King? Steve, Stephen oh, King. Oh, yeah. Remember? He, yes. He, when he gives them the option at the end. And yeah. He says, Remember Roanoke? Or whatever. I, it was just like, that oh. Was, that was Stephen King again. Movie. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't seen that since it aired on TV. That's when I, I watched own that. that one on DVD, sir. <laughs> is it is it good? It's awesome. Really? Because I don't remember great. anything about that movie other than the, kind of a ending like that. That that was great. It, well, I mean, great for a two part TV miniseries, you know, Stephen King thing. Yeah. I mean, I would easily put it alongside like the other the Stand miniseries and It miniseries, like as far as being totally watchable. With a really cool ending. That is that movie has a, has a miniseries has a great cast too. Storm of the Century. Yeah. I got that DVD. If you want to borrow it. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's good. It's really good. I've got way too much Italian sleaze to watch right now. I guess uh, the the suits are good for the scientists, but the soldiers just kind of get a little face mask. I wish they had the little air vents in the back like they do in in Ridley Scott's Alien. (laughs) Have you guys seen any tiny monkeys around here? (laughs) Yeah. I'm still waiting on the dog. The dog at some point shows up. Well, and that's where this... Well, we're getting real close to this movie getting cool. So what was the last movie you watched? Or was it The Mummy? Uh, I watched a Bond movie. James Bond. Oh, okay. Because okay. I had started watching something on Netflix that was roulette because they've added a lot of stuff since we've done a regular episode. So I was like, ooh, oh, yeah. it was uh, The Saint. Not not the one with Val Kilmer. It was a new one. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll hit play on that. I like the Val Kilmer or The Saint. And I watched about a half an hour and was like, ugh. No. You know, yeah. You know how it is when... You're like, this is just not doing it for me. And then I was like, oh boy, I, I still need to, f- I still haven't got a review file for every one of the Bond movies. I have them, but I, the like the movies themselves, but I don't have a review file for each of them. And so I was like, ah, I'm kind of in the mood for that. You know, sometimes you're just in the mood for 1970s, big budget Hollywood. You know, it's even if it's bad, a bad movie, it's still going to be entertaining and yeah. look cool and gadgets and whatnot. So, is there any Bond like, movie that you absolutely cannot watch anymore? 
Uh, I'm see, I'm working my way through them kind of chronologically, but I did some skipping around in the past, so I'm kind of skipping over some of them. And right now I'm in the Roger Moore era, which I generally am like, yeah, don't think of of too fondly. But I've been enjoying the ones I've been watching. Uh, let me see here. I might as well talk about them here because I'm not going to. Someone's hearing me talk about them. Otherwise, The Spy Who Loved Me was the last full one that I watched. And then I had a review for Moonraker. Now I'm on to uh, Live and Let Die, I think, is the next one. or no, I don't know what it's called. I can't keep track of... That's the problem with the Moore ones. I can't keep track of the names. Right, so Live and Let Die was the first Roger Moore movie. Okay, it's not that one, then. It's, uh, I don't know. Her Magi- I, no. um, Majesty's Secret on. Service? For Your Eyes Only. For That's Your Eyes language. Only. Where he dumps Telly Savalas in a... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it's not bad. It's okay. I'm liking it more than I thought I would. And here's here's the real pain in the ass of that project. I only have a review file for one Pierce Brosnan one. Yeah, I was going to say, Pierce Brosnan ones are the ones that I, I don't revisit them. Goldeneye's good, but I don't revisit the other ones uh, ever, actually, at this point. Well, I'm going to. Oh, boy. Wait till you get to the invisible car one. Tomorrow Never Dies is the worst one for me. That's the second one. The Halle Berry one. That that one is just awful. The one with the submarine and uh, the guy from Train Spotting. That one is like, eh, I don't know. It's all right. It's got some dumb stuff in it, but it, ugh. Robert Carlyle. Is that the one with Robert Carlyle? Okay. The the uh, the one the North Korea one I was that was awful. Yeah, that one's really bad. See now here is where this kind of becomes a legit horror movie. There's a camera down that drain. A la Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's more like it. I remember that shot from the trailer. Yeah, because sludge explodes out from a sink like that. Yeah. We all float down here. Good effects. I think the effects hold up pretty good in this thing. What was he reading? Hmm. Moved. His eye twitched. Yes, it did. Oh, legend? (laughs) Alien? Ah, those, I, I want to see those in this movie. Those cool creatures. (laughs) 
Oh, hey, by the way, this Friday, I guess the new movie from the director of Hansel and Gretel uh, and Dead Snow uh, comes out on Netflix. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's it? What is it? I, I, I saw some blurb on it, like, fantastic new movie from director of whatever coming to Netflix on Friday the 18th. I'm like, oh, nice. Because that vampire, was that Vampire Hunters? Was that, was that what it was Hansel and Gretel Vampire Hunter? Was that was it was the official Witch, Witch Hunters? Witch, Witch Hunters. Hunters, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. Sorry for a second there. I thought you were uh, talking about uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire. No, Hunter. That, no. That movie sucked. Yes, it did. And then this this truck always reminds me of that <laughs> that one underwater movie. One of the Abyss knockoffs. Oh, wow. Deep Star 6? No, not that one. The the, one we like them. The Leviathan? Leviathan, yeah. That's what that truck always reminds me of Leviathan because of just monitor... Oh, there's the dog. There we go. Man, I could go for another really good underwater creature movie again. I always can. The thing in a dog. Again, there's just a lot of pieces, parts from other movies. Yes, there <laughs> is. A lot. But for, I mean, that, 98, when did Species come out? Because that is similar kind of effect as Species. Uh, I that, that species was 98, was before, wasn't it? No, I think that was before this. I think Species was 95 or 96. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Let's see here. 1995, hey! Here we go. Now this scene here with the volume up loud, this is a very effective cool horror type scene. Oh, yeah. Especially stuff like that. <laughs> uh, now I'm trying to. This reminds me of something else too. What? Where the? Hmm. Oh. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes, which is a great movie. We you've talked about that one already. Mm-hmm. And this is where the movie legitimately became scary for me. 
What was the last time you watched uh, The Blob? Because this reminds me of The Blob as well. The remake, the 80s remake. I've only seen it once. Okay. And it was years ago. I love that movie. Great scene. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, pardon me. Got a little piece of glass here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. But old school CGI there. Yeah, Major but it old works. School? Yeah, it works really good. A great moment for a flying shark to come into uh, the scene here, like Sharknado. Like that would be a great scene right now. Killer shark. No, that doesn't it's, work. No, I no. Sorry, I'm just thinking. It, it, that's a good a good example of what I was thinking about, though. Was the CGI in this movie? While it's fairly sparsely used, it works. They use it the right way. It's in yeah. dimly lit or or stroby effects, so that it can. You don't shine on it too much. Whereas if you use Sharknado, it's like, why does it look ten times worse? It's like they try to make their CGI look really, really poor. It's like they don't put any effort into it. I don't know. I, I don't want to dog the people that do that. They're probably like, hey, motherfucker, I had to make 15 tornadoes and d- 20 dozen sharks, and they gave me 10 bucks an hour. Leave me alone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And two guys to help. Yes. (laughs) Will we ever look back and be like, yeah, you know, those Asylum movies, they were on to something. Well, we've we've asked that before in the past, and I think we both unanimously are like, no, no. And I mean, at, at some point in time, you just have to, every once in a while, hit play on one. Yeah. And it takes about 15 minutes, and you're like, I know. Nope. Nope. I <laughs> Yep. This is this is literally a time clock on my life just ticking away. Ticking away. And I've and the thing is I've watched far too many. Like, and oh, as baby. I get older as I get older, I, I'm I'm less and less rewatching stuff because of time. And I there are times where I'm working and I'm like, shit, I need to rewatch blah blah blah. And then I get home and I'm like, am I going to rewatch? Like today, the one that popped in my head today randomly was Stigmata. I need to rewatch Stigmata. That was a pretty decent flick. Yeah. Right? And uh, then I, was, I got home and I was like, ah, yeah, I don't, I need to watch, I'll ah, watch something else. <laughs> and <for laughs> that I haven't me, seen before. <laughs> for me, the older I get, the more I want to watch what I know I love. And that's why I rewatch my old classic stuff more and more and more because. Like oh, I'm getting older. I want to. I, I know I like that. I don't want to watch new you know, stuff. I don't like as much or that is a gamble. I don't blame you. That's why I've been. That's why I was watching Bond. Yeah, it's like 
this is safe, and I know that it'll be fine, and I'll have that eternal review file then, logged in place. You don't know how many reviews you've written, do you? I have how no many idea. movies? No. Oh, that sucks. I wish I could get... Get onto Letterboxd already or something, dude. <laughs> I, I check my folder because I keep a separate file for each movie. If I review it again, re-review it, I'll just go back to that file. So when I highlight that folder, those are all individual movies. And I'm now over 1,700. What? Individual movies. But this is just like a blurb, right? Yeah, yeah. There, it's a few sentences. Our, our email reviews. They're, it's not. They're not all much. Some of them are the our big reviews, like our Facebook page reviews and stuff. They're in there too. Yeah. It's just cool to see that number grow. Oh, hey, look! Jesus loves me. This I know. Ones and zeros. That's not reminiscent of anything, is it? Um. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness? I know. Sphere. Oh, oh. The other <laughs> underwater movie. <laughs> yep. I still don't know. Was it very clear what the thing actually is or end up being? Uh, not I really, kind of, but in the in the book it is. Because I kind of assumed it was just some sort of ancient creature that lived underground and would come up occasionally to feed on a bunch of humans and then vanish again. Which is kind of the book, but they, again, they it's like an ancient evil, and like, it alludes to the fact that it is like before, before, again, I haven't read this book since I was in high school, but... Before God, before Satan, before anything, this is the ultimate, like, original being creature. Well, okay, I I mean, I get that, but did they make it sound like it's... Is it implied that it's supposed to be supernatural, like it is the devil or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, I... I, Or is it just a creature? I think it's just a creature. I'm saying that, and I I could be totally wrong, but I'm just going by what I kind of (laughs) remember. I love that line. It's an animal that can be killed. This is the thing that wiped out the fucking dinosaurs. Yep. It's a pretty tough customer. <laughs> Once again, yeah, this stuff here is it's 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 the framework for the book. Keyboards of the future. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Still in that time where you have walls of blinky lights behind you. Yep. It's like, what What does that do? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Man, I kind of remember the book having a big all-out battle of some sort with lots of military. 
I'm sure tons and tons of our five listeners are like, no, no, that's not in the book, you jackass. <laughs> Dean Koontz is listening right now going, yes, like, you asshole. idiot. Man, it seems like so long since we've actually had a podcast. Like, there's so many movies I want to actually talk about, but I'm like, no. That's something that I want to talk about on the actual mega review show that we're going to have coming up. <laughs> well, look over your list and if there's any shitty ones, or, or not shitty ones, but ones that, like, don't deserve a lot of attention. Yeah. Hey, slip them into here. I say, eh, it's like, that's, when you say shitty ones, I'm like, eh, that's. Oh, I don't mean shitty. I, I mean, a lot ones of. Like, <laughs> Like James Bond, you know, I, that doesn't require a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, oh, man, there's some comedy gold coming up in uh, in our recently watched on another show. Wow. It's always I interesting. Mean, it's always you can do a tease. You can do a tease yeah, if I you could. want. Let's throw um, a tease in there. Hey, lots of slasher movies. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yep. That is literally like slasher movies are kind of my comfort food to where it's like if I'm stressed out or if I'm like, I need, it's your Kung Fu. It literally is your Kung Fu. It's like, I want to chill out. And if I need a text, who cares? Slasher movies. Last few years, it's become my comic book movies. That's, that's where mine, mine is. Uh, Did I talk on the show about Arrival yet? I don't think so. I talked about The Void. Yes. Yes, you did. Did I talk about Split? No. You ended... Our last show, you ended with... You were going to talk about Split. I have To the Bone written down as a roulette. I don't even remember what that is now. To the Bone. Isn't that a boxing movie? It says it was a roulette. No clue. No clue. Oh, that was that anorexia thing. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes, I will be coming up soon. Uh, Arrival, Thick as Thieves, which was a roulette movie. A Million Ways to Die in the West. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Nice. Uh-huh. Assassin's Creed, The Great Wall, Life. Oh, man, you got some good stuff to talk about. Or at least some interesting stuff. The Mummy, uh, Hell Baby was my roulette. Eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Oh yeah, I've been watching. I mean, uh, granted, we've been off for a few weeks, so that it typically hasn't isn't that much for what we normally watch. But I've got some shit to talk about. Yeah, indeed. You know, I was surprised uh, in the mail yesterday. I'm like, oh, a Blu-ray. Okay. I'm like, uh. Something from Europe. Okay. What did I order? I don't remember ordering anything recently. Oh, and these are my favorite. What's that? These are my favorite. Oh, like, well, oh what, what did I do? This is interesting. Um, so I opened it up and I'm like, okay. So a movie that I bought a while ago from 88 Films in the UK, Anthropophagus, from Joe D'Amato, uh, I guess there was a lot of people that complained about the transfer. So they did a 2K scan, remaster, whatever, 
And they send out new copies. I'm like, okay, thank you. So you got a free copy. Yeah, I got a free copy, and it looks unbelievable. Like, like legitimately, for a movie of that caliber, I'm like, this looks really, really good with a slip cover and everything. And I was not expecting that. I'm like, who gives a shit? Really? I, I, the first <laughs> so you, release okay. was okay. I, what whatever. are you going to do with the old one? I going to trade it in? It's sitting downstairs. I'm like, I, it uh, actually... <laughs> <laughs> that one Hi, there buddy. actually that one has a documentary about uh if I remember correctly 42nd Street Memories is on mm-hmm. that one which is fantastic. It is. I remember you talking about that. Yes. So that's really cool but so anyway, I was totally surprised and I think that, that is very 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 cool of a small studio to take the time to send out I mean for free uh that it's cool, but it's also kind of dangerous. It kind of sets a dangerous precedent. Yes. Oh, if it we does. complain enough, they'll send out more copies. Exactly. Like, you, know, you can't sustain that business model. Yeah. Because seriously, like the other version, I don't, I don't remember. I, I, well, no, I remember being like, yeah, this is a low budget Italian horror movie from the early 80s. Fine. It's whatever. I, it's, that's what I collect. It's, it's fine. But this one here, you can tell they definitely really, Went this was out. probably where your big ba- battle was, that they just did it off screen. Probably. There was a big battle in this movie. Yeah, I can't, but we're not talking about the movie at all, are we? Sorry. That's <laughs> all right. We, we are when, when it calls for it. But the, yes. right there, they just showed that they couldn't get a hold of the army people, and they, they were showing bullets on the ground and guns and blood just laying around. It happened off frame. Yeah. Again, show, this movie showing its budget. What yeah. do you think the budget was for this? Man, Five, I, think, I, mean, I, I would guess it, yeah, maybe... Maybe five million bucks. I wish I would know, though. But then again, it would be on film, so uh, maybe ten, fifteen million. And they got—I mean—they got to build some of this set shit. Got to train a dog. Can you imagine if, like Ben Affleck, if there would be like a special edition of this would come out and Ben Affleck would talk about it, and they—they'd get you know Rose McGowan and. I would love that. Yeah, never happened. Never. <laughs> I don't know. In this day of, of podcast, this kind of shit that we're doing right here, anything could happen. Yeah. There's the dog. What are you doing? Get what are you tree. doing, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I I don't feel this way with yellow labs, but I feel this way with really big ass dogs like your big stupid dog oh, you had. Yeah. It would always just kind of stand there and stare at you like might jump at your jugular. Isn't there one part there there's one part coming up where he has to like nudge it out of the way. Yes. <sighs> See now, I like I, I do wish they would have picked a slightly more menacing looking dog because I'm like, oh, it's a golden retriever. It's fine. I don't know. I'm kind of okay with that because there's there's menace in it that they don't usually look menacing or you know, like the Cujo dogs. They always look 
yes. horrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not because of Cujo, but it's because they're giant-ass dogs, St. Bernard's. Yeah. They could bite your ass. Yeah. And the three that I've met have all been raging assholes. <laughs> we might get another dog, by the way. What? Yeah. You are? Maybe. Pound's got a dog that's like a clone of my dog. And it's seven years old, so it's not going to be all yippy and crazy. It's just going to, like, sleep. Kind of cool with that. But two dogs? My neighbors has just got their third. They all have... My neighbors all have big dogs. I got little tiny dogs that, you know, I'm not afraid of. Yeah, my neighbor just got their third dog, and uh, my um, other neighbor over here, the... Ugh alleged accused pervy pedo neighbor moved out and one of our friends moved in. She has Great Danes. Oh, wow. Inside? Yeah. Do tentacles oh. come out of them? And, and... <laughs> They're so big. They're, they're uh, tiny horses. They're not even that tiny. They're just, they're bigger than Shetland ponies. They're just small. <laughs> big, big ass freaking dogs. Ugh. This is me carrying treats with my dog. Where are you and going? soon to be dogs. I can't oh, believe you're getting another dog. Like, oh, oh, wow. Why not? Well, it's, oh. it's the same size as the dog I got. It's a tiny yeah. little thing. We got fish. We got new fish. <laughs> well, you're allergic to dogs. I'm allergic. Yeah, I can't. I... Oh, you've been. You've met my dog, and you don't even like dogs. You like my dog, right? I do. Yeah, he's cute. This is a female brown version of that. It's just like, hey, how's it going? Oh, so they're going to hump, hump like rabbits. Well, then he's he's not getting anything accomplished if he's humping anything. That's okay. Yeah. yeah neither am I. Hey! <laughs> neither am I! <laughs> <laughs> and there's the joke of the night. <laughs> but in... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Sterile freaks. <laughs> Uh, if I wouldn't be calling it the, uh, yeah, Phantoms commentary track, that's what the title would be. <laughs> Sterile freaks and their dogs. <laughs> and their do- oh, that's it is cool that you're getting a dog from the pound, though. I I can appreciate that. Well, we've been looking kind of for another one. I've been stopping out there uh, about once a month because they keep posting these dogs. And fa- she wants one of them giant. Um. What are they? They're, they're like a poodle mix. Mastiffs? No, hell no. I've got one with the neighbor. Oh. And we have a love... I don't know what's going on with him. For two weeks, he'll love me, be my best friend, and then for two weeks, he's he hates me. And is always barking and growling. Hey, eyeballs. yep, that sounds about right. <sighs> oh, he's one-tenth aggressive as your Mastiff was. Anyway, derail. Uh... Derail. Let's get back on our poodle yes. discussion. Uh, yeah. there, there's this <laughs> breed of poodle, because my wife is allergic to pets as well, but if you get these hypoallergenic, certain breeds are hypoallergenic and they don't shed. That's that's the important thing for me. No shedding. I don't need a house full of fur, and you yeah, know, that's just a mess. So, our little Yorkitsu is, is not a problem. Anyway, so, yeah, these poodle things are 
fucking gigantic. I don't. I don't want a dog that big. I kind of wish you'd have a dog that would be like a breed, like a beagle crossed with Satan. That would be just uh... <laughs> the only beagles are really cute, but they are. The 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 barking noise that they make, the tenor, I can't handle it. Yeah, it's no good. Zippy, Zippy is my Zip- kind of dog. Yeah, little and well, he well he was far too grimy. He, yeah. he but always you, it was... you like Zippy. I loved Zippy, and but at Zip, the problem was that every time I come to your house, Zippy would come running out of the house, and I go, "Oh, Zippy!" and I go to pet him, and it was it, he literally looked like the ducks that came out of the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Like they were trying to clean them off, just caked That's in shit, just oil and horrible. It was yeah. like I need some dish soap if I can even to touch you. But. Oh, and that breath. Oh, and I still remember he would come over and look at me so <laughs> sadly, like, oh, I've got to touch you on the head now. I'm like, oh no. And, and that, that dog lived. That dog lived like ten years past his expiration oh, he, date. He was so old, and and he was old at like ten. You're like. I'm- Ugh, he's about done, and then seventeen rolls around. You're like, okay, we're all we're all done here. Oh, I love that dog, a little Zippy. Yep, that next dog you guys got was a son of a bitch. That floppy eared. It was brown and white. Might your parents might still have it? I don't know. Oh no, copper. No copper is yeah. In. Uh, Sleeps with the fishes? Yeah, purgatory. I'm not sure if that's a doggy heaven or hell. It's just a dog purgatory. His breath oh, was bad enough for that could easily be you're paying for your sins now. They all are. Even yeah, my yeah. dog. He, he he will sometimes just hop up on you on the couch and just kind of huff and puff, and you're like, get away from <laughs> yep. me. Yep. It, it's worse than the smell that is coming out of the sewer for yeah. Lawrence of Arabia right now. <laughs> Oh, by the way, See, what are you, what are you drinking like, tonight? Are you drinking uh, anything? or uh, The usual. But shit like this is why this movie is cool. That's a simple effect. It's not even... I mean, do you even call it an effect? We're gonna, and it, it, We cut from front to back, and then there's a legion of zombie people. Yeah, that's you good. Know? I like that. That is excellent use of budget. Kudos to the director. Has this director made anything else? Uh, well, did we talk about that? We, yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Halloween. Oh uh, yeah, you listed a bunch of shit that I was like, meh. Yeah. Urban legend and yeah, something else. Oh, Halloween. This is probably his best movie, I think. There we go. This is about the dodgiest CGI effect yeah. in the whole movie, but you kind of go with it. Again, Whatever. I've seen worse uh, movies that are made now than this. So that's... I agree. Now. <laughs> yeah. See now, I would I would have much rather seen like a somewhat lame looking practical effect there than uh, CGI that is meh. Yeah, but I mean, again, the way that they use it, it's it's okay. I mean, yeah, how do you display bad. something like that? <sighs> nah, that one was bad. Yeah. Did you ever play the Thing Xbox game? Uh, One of my buddies had it up for the PS2, and so I watched him play through a fair amount of it. Actually, some people did a... One of the groups I follow on YouTube did a playthrough of it. 
here about a month or two ago. Yeah, uh, oh. I mean, it's not great oh, by really? any stretch. But if 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 you're really into the thing, maybe you could be you could have some fun on it. But I'll tell you what, PlayStation Two at this point, some of those dodgy games are like going back to PlayStation One, where it's like this shit's borderline. You're just unable to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> it it it's not old enough to be classic, and it's not new enough to be decent. So it's right in the middle where it's just not eh, polygon faces of square heads. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's not awful, but it's not great. It had some good ideas. They just. It's really hard to make a game out of that concept. They had these things like uh, cold meters. You couldn't be outside for so long. That makes sense. I mean, you're trying. You got to. How are you going to spice up that game, you know? Yeah. Can't be a first person shooter. There wasn't that many. No, there wasn't. You know, uh-huh. It has to be a survival horror. And that's Which kind of what I, it was. I will say, until dawn, it would be a great, like, choose A, B, or C, or whatever. Like, like that. Yeah. I love that game so much. Ugh. I didn't know you were playing that. Oh, I played that thing the whole way through. I loved that game. Awesome. Any other games you're playing? Um... No, no. Actually, that was the last game that I was really into. Uh, Transformers. Transformers is my go-to when the kids are like, can we watch you play video games? And I'll, Because I, I have PlayStation Plus or whatever it is. And What Transformers game? Um, uh, is it a PS4 game or PS3? Yeah, it's PS4, I believe. Great gap. I, I just got a PS3 one that I haven't played yet. Fall of Cybertron or something. This one here is just run and gun type thing. Oh, I haven't popped this one in yet, but... Because yeah, I'm still trying to finish up frickin', uh, what's it called? Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword I've been playing for all summer. Because I don't have time to play right now. Yeah. So it, it gets played once a month. Yeah, now, this too. is a good practical effect. Yes. That, and a very reminiscent of the thing. Ah, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you, by any chance, not to go back to video games, have you seen the new Star Wars video game trailer? What? What is it? Oh, uh, Battlefront. No. Oh, wow. It no, looks I mean, so I'm good. sure it's going to be great, but the, that first one had, like, no campaign. It was just no, all multiplayer. And I, yeah. I'm out at that. I'm, I'm out yeah. when it's that. I mean, you played it. I did. Yeah, and literally, yeah, there's practice rounds and then online where there's kids annihilating you. I'm like, nope, this is not fun anymore. Done. <laughs> I've been kind of interested um, lately by this. I think it's a PC only game, but it's called uh, PUBG as the shorthand version of it. But it's public battleground something. I can't remember what, what the full title is, but I've been watching some live streams of it. Shit that I have in the background while I'm working. Uh, but the premise of the game is that it's a hundred people online. They parachute you onto an island. Fight it out till there's a winner. Ooh. And, and, and it's timed, too. There's a big blue circle that slowly shrinks 
to force everyone to the middle so that if you're outside, if you hit that circle, you get hurt. So you have to keep moving away from it. So it forces everybody together. It's not like people can just go sit and camp and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's team versions of it and there's nice. single player versions of it. And But going and watching it, it's really interesting to go and watch. Now see here, this is the thing right here, man. Yeah. But if you're going to emulate shit. Ooh, yeah. Or rip go. off shit. Rip off good shit. Her lipstick has been perfect this entire movie. Oh, the entire time, yes. There we go. Good effects. Underground German disco surprise. Ooh, whoa, CGI. That haircut, though. Yeah, it's very Amish crossed with early 80s Italian kid actor. <laughs> Children of the Corn yeah. meets Danny yes. from The Shining. By the way, The Shining poster is hanging prominently at the theater. Oh, should. nice. Any other posters that you, that you think would be good there? Let me know. I have the Dawn of the Dead remake still up in the attic. Uh, so the giant. <laughs> the no, I mean the the big thing we stole. Yeah. Oh wow! Coupled with cigarette smoking in theaters and oh, <laughs> peeing in corners. Yes, no, maybe. Uh, not that movie. Come okay. on. Okay. <laughs> have some respect. <laughs> uh, the only framed ones I have, I don't think you'd be interested in, but I got uh, Superman, the original print. Okay, Superman. I got a Batman Begins poster that has been signed by the cast and crew. That's awesome. I got it from Dustful Dawn posters. That's framed as well. Oh, that's just creepy. That's like Hellraiser, kind of. Yeah. But John Carpenter Halloween going on there with the shots of where is the thing? And we're the, the sort of the like an it. Yes. I think we're about ready to roll credits here. Sorry we yeah, haven't talked soon. about the movie a whole lot, but I... <laughs> That's all right. Uh, we talked just... about it enough. There was yeah. interesting shit in there. I feel like I should know her from something else, too. I know. Didn't we talk about Spock's brain one time? Audio commentary? Yes. Oh, that well, was... we did. Well, we did a Star Trek episode, right? I'm pretty sure it was Spock's brain. <laughs> no, I don't. I, mean, I can't remember the episode now. We did one of them, dude. I'm positive it was Spock's brain, and it was hilarious. That well, was good. I or to me, it was. <laughs> to everybody else on planet Earth, it was. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> 
dark and mysterious realms. <laughs> Aliens of the future. I wish that would be Clint Howard. Oh, done. Masterpiece. <laughs> I want a movie with just him as every actor in the movie. Like, male, female, it's all Clint Howard. I, I agree. I would watch the shit out of that I movie. would totally. Greasy Strangler Part 2. Oh, here's a little howling throwback. This is a howling throwback right here. Yep. Roll credits. There we go. Alright, there you have it, ladies and gents. An audio commentary where we barely talked about the movie, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> what was the car one that we did? Was there, there was a car thing. Yeah, it was the remake or... remake of Duel. Ugh. The, the oh, same yeah. stretch of highway over and over and... Over and over and over and over, yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of compliments on that episode, though. Oh, oh good. Well, this was a masterpiece compared to that. <laughs> yes, it was. Maybe next time we got to pick something a little shittier so we can make yeah, fun of it more. Because, yeah, for here, for this movie, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, I'm still into it. I still dig it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but I still yeah. like it. Gets the job done. Gets the job done. Uh, Jerry Jenks. And sorry that Steve couldn't join us, but next time. Yep, the show must go on. That's yeah. all right. We've been through more than our share of um, technical difficulties. That's it's not surprising. That's just the way it goes. But we will yeah. definitely get him on in a future episode. We'll do a. We'll get him on. We'll force him to like watch both roulettes or something. There you go. Oh, oh that's horrible. Yeah. Ouch. Cruel. Yeah, especially if we're <laughs> sticking. Je- well, especially if we're sticking just to Netflix. But I was gonna say, even even YouTube is a big gamble. That's a wasteland there as well. Yeah. Although, I mean, Netflix has added a bunch of stuff. All right. It's you late. Should. Everybody's tired of listening to us blab on about nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything except the movie that we're supposed to be commenting on. That's all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next episode, though, is going to be major recently watched. Yes, and we will do our damnedest to get Stephen on then. Get get these technical issues hammered out. Yeah. Issues hammered out. All right, man. That's going to do it for this episode of the commentary series. And, uh, hey, if you like this, hated this, let us know. Let us know what we can do better. They're like, Maybe talk about the uh, movie next time, you dickhead. Um, I will accept that criticism. Please give us a movie that you want us to hear a commentary track on. That would be fun. MovieFreaksPod yeah. at Yahoo.com, Facebook page. Movie Freaks Pod, a uh, lot of ways to get a hold of us and let us know what, what you want, because we will deliver. I, I think we do need to do these commentary tracks more often because it's much more relaxing to just kind of sit and yeah. bullshit, you know, instead of yeah. all the prep that goes into a regular episode. Yeah. And those that are listening can be like, well, okay, they're not talking, but that's okay. I'm watching a movie. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode. All right. Uh, see you next week, dude. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening.